Hello everyone, I'm Rachel, and you're listening to Let's Talk Avatar. This is a watch-through of The Legend of Korra. Isaac and I will be discussing each episode and giving our opinions on it. Just as a reminder, this podcast does contain spoilers for The Legend of Korra. This is a teen-rated podcast, so listener discretion is advised. everyone and welcome back to let's talk avatar i'm rachel and i'm isaac and today is uh i don't know if i consider it a special episode but it's more uh it's different i guess you could say we're going to be talking about four episodes so it's probably going to be a little longer might not we'll see but we're going to be talking about episodes 11 through 14 of season two which are night of a thousand stars harmonic convergence darkness falls and light in the dark and just a disclaimer before we get started we are going to be all over the place because these last four episodes are there's a lot and it all kind of mixes together wouldn't you say so like it just kind of flows one flows into the other so you kind of get them all yeah that's mixed in. that's the nice thing with Cora, um different from the last airbender let me rephrase that. This is something that Korra does, I think, better than The Last Airbender. Is everything's kind of within the same time frame. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're skipping days and days and days and days. Um, so it's a lot easier to like blend them together, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't really know where to jump in with this. I feel like... So obviously, like we always say, if you're listening to this, you've already most likely, hopefully watched Korra, so this isn't a spoiler for you, but we all know that she, that Unalak fuses with Vatu, and it is, well, I guess these episodes lead up to him doing that, and then he eventually does do it, and it's Korra's job to defeat him so that Rava can, I don't know, what is it, gain gain her um, victory over darkness for the next 10,000 years again? You know what I just realized? What? Okay, like Rachel said, we're just gonna. Oh. Okay, say that like like Rachel said. Like Rachel said, we're just gonna go all over the place. So here it goes. I'm gonna skip to the very end. Okay. Um. So Unalak. Unalak fusing with Vatu, right? Mm-hmm. That started a new cycle of Avatar, which is the anti-Avatar, right? Yeah, you would think. It did, because Vatu is the same essence as Rava. Yeah, they still... But the thing with Rava, the the difference between Rava and Vatu is that Rava was given the elements to hold, whereas Vatu doesn't have those. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's right, because he was only able to, like, bend the spirit vines and water, which is what Unalak could bend anyways. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that I but is... I but I do agree with you in that way. Like, he is a dark avatar in a way, just of that one element. But it's still like a superhuman being. But you could know? Vatu learn to grasp all four elements like Rava, or Maybe. is that her specific to Rava? But how would you learn all the other elements? Because Rava had them given to her from the lion turtles. That's so unless right. they found the lion turtles, dang. 
Um, we, okay, Isaac and I have spent so much time speculating these last episodes because they have, they've literally kept us up at night. Like, I think I even had a dream about it just because it was so, like, there's just so much that goes on and there's so many questions that go unanswered and plot holes that you're just like, what? Like, it's all so cool and fascinating and you're like, whoa, I'm really, I don't know, like, I'm satisfied with how it ends because it makes you feel good. But then you're also left, at least if you're us. You're asking all of these questions like, okay, so there's a scene, again, going back to the very end of it, because this is what's been on her mind. Cora gets Rava ripped out of her. So at that point, she's no longer the Avatar, right? Because Rava holds all other three elements for her. And when she goes into the Avatar state, it's Rava is activated within her. So she can no longer go into the Avatar state. So technically, she's just a normal bender. She's not the Avatar anymore. But, and she realizes that. She's like, I'm nothing, you know? But is there, like, a code that Rava hangs onto within her own spirit? Like, within Rava herself's spirit? Or, like, Yeah, Korra's? like, the, the, pre- the previous human I was in was Korra. Is there, like, a code that keeps that there? Does that make sense? Almost like a computer. It knows oh. who has been on it or, like, does that make sense? I w- yeah, this is where I get confused because I have so many questions about it and I'm just not sure what, you know, is she the Avatar? Is she not? And another thing that I was wondering is when Rava gets ripped out from her, she gets taken by Unalak, Unavatu, I guess at that point, and is just gone and Korra eventually has to reach her cosmic self, which she does this by sitting in the Tree of Time where Vatu was trapped and like reaches herself like you see Aang does when he has to let go of Katara you know like that same kind of scene is what she has to go through but at that point she has she doesn't have Rava so I'm wondering could like anyone do that could we all reach our cosmic selves to achieve what she did and become like this huge being and defeat and even then, she still wasn't strong enough to defeat Unavatu. Yeah, Janora had to come in, Janora, which is opens up a whole other can of. And then she what? like Janora has that light in her hand and reveals that Rava is inside Unalak, and then Rava, which makes sense because without darkness, you can't have light, vice versa. Yeah, but then this is what we talked about. Remember, we're like, okay, so now that he's destroyed, like now that Korra's defeated him, and because. Unalak and Vatu were fused and you can't, they didn't separate. No one took, you know, Unalak out of, or Vatu out of Unalak. So technically they're still fused. Does that mean that they're now within Korra, just like Rava was within them? You know, like, because Vatu has to exist. Like, we talked about, one cannot exist without the other. And he wasn't inside of Rava during this previous, like, 10,000 years because he was locked in the tree. Yeah. But now he's nowhere to be found. Yeah. But like you were saying, when Rava died, she was found inside of Vatu. Yeah. And now Rava's the only one that's alive, quotation. Yeah, and even though they're so tiny, like they get beaten down to nothing, they still have to exist. So even if it's just like the the size of an atom or something. Yeah, like does that mean that he still is within them? I don't know. It's just things we never... There are things... Season 2 is very thought-provoking. I will say that about it. There are so many things that go on, but it's also very plot-holy, if that's a word. You know what I mean? Like... It's very open. Very, very, very open to interpretation. Which... 
looking back at all the other seasons of Korra, and even the last Airbender, they are they are open, but they're very. They lead you to feel a specific way. Yeah, it's not like season four Korra was leading you to understand the meaning of life within Avatar. You know, like yeah. there was a specific agenda. They got done everything. Like mm-hmm. this one, it's like here's the first Avatar. Here's the entire Avatar cycle. Here's what it means. And then here's a bunch of other questions you have that are not going to be answered. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, we're just going to keep on. It, it's, they just throw a lot of knowledge That's at That's what it is. It's like a lot at once, and then it keeps going. But I felt like the thing that we did this time around watching it that we didn't do before is we tried to retain all of that knowledge. And I thought we did a pretty good job of it. So unless we go back and we realize we're missing something... It doesn't, they don't do a, the writing is just bad in season two in general. Like, I don't get me wrong, there are parts of it that I really do love, but it's just bad, you know? So something the I've whole been... plot of season two is just, yeah. It, I feel like it, it's not necessarily a bad idea because it's very interesting and fascinating, at least to me, but the way that they wrote it was not executed well. I would honestly rank this season above season one, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. If I was going to rank seasons, I would say season... Hmm. I would... I'm not going to rank... Yeah, I'm not going to rank until I watch them again. Yeah. Because that's how I felt about two. I... You know, the thing with season one is like, it's just a classic. You know, it's just a classic season where it just feel good. They're doing the bending and you have this threat, but it's not like... I mean, it's scary, but things are not like as chaotic i guess in season two like season two she's literally reaching her cosmic self her avatar gets taken away from her well, like, i love that kind of like out of this world leaves you wanting more kind of yeah we, avatar we other than like don't see that in any other season but season two i know <laughs> it's kind of drastic yeah but i love it as its own standalone season mm-hmm. because it's not it does, there is repercussions just like every other season for the next seasons to come, but it's not like, I don't know, it, it just feels like its own thing, even though Harmonic Convergence literally sets the stage for the rest of the series, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was thinking, I've been thinking this whole time as you've been talking, so the Avatar doesn't necessarily need to exist at all. But it's something that can, it's someone or a, a whatever that can exist. Mm-hmm. Just like Rava went into Wan that started a new cycle. Just like Vatu went into Unalak started a new cycle of that specific kind of avatar. But like, they can interchange and be like, okay, the avatar cycle is no more because of this. But then it could start up again, whoever's willing to take that spot. Isn't that weird to think about? That the Avatar doesn't need to exist, but they do? I'm so confused by everything you just said. Okay, so Korra doesn't have to be the Avatar. If Rava was taken out of her, Mm -hmm. the world would have no Avatar. Mm -hmm. It would be just like when Wan... Yeah, like before before Wan... Yeah, and Vatu and Rava were like holding on to each other. Mm -hmm. Like, does that make sense? There doesn't need to be an Avatar, but it helps. Yeah, well, I guess the thing with the Avatar, and even Korra says it at the end of season two, is the Avatar is only meant to bring balance. You know, it's they're not even meant to, like, stop 
fighting or like do specific things. They literally are only meant to bring balance to the world. And it's crazy because even in that, she says like, open the portals and let the spirits and the people live together like they were meant to. She's like, what if Juan made a mistake and they actually are meant to be one, it, like live together in harmony, harmonic convergence makes sense. I th- but you know what I mean? Like even that is only the avatar was the, the person that could seal off the portals. So now that we know that they can live together in harmony and maybe that's exactly how it's intended, then the avatar really isn't necessary. They are literally only there to bring balance. And even then, none of them do a great job of bringing balance. (laughs) I think it has a lot to do, especially with the first Avatar in line, which now Korra is. And we see this season is called Change. Korra is the Avatar of Change, which is, I'm going to assume, is sparking another 10,000 years of that specific theme of Avatars involving change Mm -hmm. as their theme. Because I think Wands was like balance. Mm-hmm. To like, you know, the first ever Avatar trying to bring balance. But he didn't really know. You know, if we really think about it, the Avatar hasn't existed for very long. 10,000 years? It's not very long for an Avatar. I mean, like, the Avatar cycle compared to the, the age of the world. You know what I mean? Like... If you think about it, the Avatar really is so tiny compared to how long the world and society, at least if we're comparing it to our our world, well, you know. And then we can even go into like solar systems and like what is the... Yeah. You're able to reach your cosmic self. Is that in... Are you just floating in space? Is that another dimension? Yeah, like what is going on? Oh, excuse me. I'm yawning. Um, yeah, like what's going on when you are reaching your cosmic self? What... What are you activating? What's going on? You is know? it the inner workings of your brain and your like, you know, your full potential? Like everything fusing together yeah. to activate this one self? I don't know. But obviously it's something that can be done in the tree of time. I just wonder if everyone can do it then because she didn't have Rob at that point. Coinc- There's just so many things. Coincidence, we're talking about harmonic convergence during the conjunction of <gasps> Saturn Ooh, and Jupiter. I didn't even realize that. That's weird. I feel like we have consistently not even known, but like perfectly timed these episodes posting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, we were taught, Isaac and I, well, we've talked about this multiple times. We're going to get, this is going to get sidetracked. But first off, I just want to say, uh, we have 5,000 downloads total. Insane. Of like 5,000 downloads of our podcasts. Thank you to everyone who has even clicked on and listen yeah. for even like 10 seconds of our podcast thank you mind-blowing that people listen to us <laughs> let alone download like yeah yeah that people were like you know what i'm probably gonna want to listen to this or i liked it enough to download so i can listen to it but it's just it's crazy and that was we really didn't have any goals set at all because we didn't really know what to expect like we've said before it was mainly just something for us ourselves and so the fact that we're at 5,000 downloads is totally mind-blowing, and it's amazing, and we're so thankful for it. But uh, I was going to say, when we started this podcast, it was back in, like, what, February or March? And we somehow have managed to hit, like, every single Avatar milestone that has come out since. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was the 15th anniversary for Avatar, 
The Last Airbender when we released our podcast in general and started with Avatar The Last Airbender. And when we released Korra, it was literally the day it was released on Netflix in the U.S. And then... It's like right now I'm talking about, I mean, harmonic conversion. It's not like it's a big deal. But you know what I mean? Like certain things just align perfectly with what we're doing. And I every time that happens in life, I just feel like it, you're meant to be doing that. You know, like this is where you're meant to be at in life. And it just feels good. Plus it's Avatar. Like It's so meta to think about too because Avatar is literally... All of the spiritual themes in it are just about like prophecy and like... Like, your place in the universe or in the world. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, like, I feel like everyone's, like, figuring out right now more than ever. Yeah, with, like, because I do truly feel like we are entering a new era with everything going on. And it's, like, the same... Yeah, it's the same kind of thing with Avatar. Like, in Avatar, they make it very clear that everyone plays a part, I guess, in in the world. Good and evil, neutral, whatever you want to call it. It's just... It's weird. I feel like this podcast, like this specific episode, we're being so serious and we're never this serious. Yeah, I just feel like there's a lot to talk about. Um, I know. I feel like that's what's really holding me back is because I'm like, okay, what else am I missing? I know I'm, there's so much because we've literally only focused on the ending. I will say the, is it episode 10? 11? 11, is, Yeah. It's the one with the, pretty much the whole thing is like Bolin's. Yeah, the movers. It's like the debut of his movie. Mm-hmm. Like Nook Took, whatever it the was. Trying to kidnap the president, yeah. Yeah, and it's perfect. Like the way, so the movie's playing and for the audience, at the same time, there's like the Northern Water Tribes trying to pretty much kidnap the president. And so Bolin is acting out his movie unintentionally the same way that it's going does that make sense like Mm -hmm. it's like perfectly blended together and it just it's funny and it works yeah because i'm not a fan of nook took and his whole i'm not a fan of bolin this entire season except for that episode (laughs) how many times are we going to make clear that we don't care about the side characters in this (laughs) season yeah, I agree. It's It was a very entertaining side character moment. You know, you're like, oh, this is actually entertaining. Now that I'm thinking about it, I wish we got more moments with the Sami on her own. Like, I feel like she doesn't get that much screen time. She doesn't. She always has to be with someone or, like, in the background and doing something. And she always gets the short end of the stick. Always. And I get that she wasn't meant to be a main character, even in season one. But now you have season two and three and four and you know she's a main character now that's going to be a part of the gang. So why don't you... She's literally dating the Avatar. Like she ends the series with the Avatar. I think that's another reason why it didn't feel as complete the the whole like Korasami relationship. I feel like that's why I didn't feel so complete with it is because... They don't... There's no payoff because Asami wasn't really... She didn't seem like she had anything to offer for the Avatar. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, we've talked about this before. The thing... Yeah, the thing with this season is it's like... It kind of seems like they decided middle of season four that they were like, you know what? Let's get Asami and Korra together. And so when they get together at the end of season four, it just doesn't make that much sense because you're like... Okay, yeah, they've built this friendship and they've gotten close, but, like, it just doesn't feel natural. You know, it just feels like they were just trying to force it. 
And because Cora, really at that point, I don't feel like there's really, I feel like Asami's like her best friend. Like they get so close in that way. But I don't feel like there's any like tension between her and any Even, other character in like a relationship kind of way, you know? Like I've a romantic never, kind of way. I've never felt like Cora was straight by any means. Oh yeah, from the very beginning. But I still didn't really understand her ending up with Asami. Yeah. Like, there is a few parts here and there between, like, multiple seasons of... You can see why, but it's like... And we've talked about this. It's not that we're not okay with them together. Yeah, I'm all for LGBT representation. I'm literally gay, so... Yeah, like, it's not that we didn't want them together. Because I'm like, now that it's been going on for so long and it's like canon and everyone knows and it's written in comics i mean it's like okay makes sense now i guess but it before it just didn't make sense you know like now that they've gone and run with it it's like okay we've accepted it but it's just written so badly it just sucks that that's what asami's character that's that's like her full evolution in the entire show it's literally just okay i'm gonna be with you guys and do whatever I do while you guys attack people and then end up with the Avatar. That's my entire character development through the entire show. And she's so capable. She's such like a Sokka. You know, where she doesn't have bending, but she's so smart, so capable. They write her so well in the first season and then just leave her alone the rest of the series. Yeah, until, until season four until when they're writing four. letters to each other. Yeah, and then her that whole thing with her dad and her oh, decision yeah. and stuff like that. But that's it. Mm-hmm. But then we look at Mako and Bolin, and it's kind of the same way, if you think about it. Like, what did... Where was their character development? Yeah, like, they go to Ba Sing Se, don't they, to visit, and meet like, their, their family, family and but stuff, but... That's about it. Yeah, like, there really isn't that much character development. We're not even you talking know, about the episodes? That's <laughs> fine. Um, uh, back to... Uh, I, do wanna, I did want to say something about season two. With Tenzin... Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. What I really liked, because Isaac and I, neither one of us are t- really huge fans of Tenzin, but when he has to find Jinora and he takes Kaya and Bumi and they all go looking for her in the spirit world and they end up in the, what is it? The wandering, fo- the, the lost fog. Or yeah. Like, um, it's really cool because, you know, it makes you go crazy and he has that moment. He has to keep telling himself like, I am um, the son of the avatar, you know, and then Aang appears to him and tells him, you're not me and there's a reason you're not me you're not meant to be me just be you and it's such a great moment because from that point on it totally changes Tenzin's um view like a viewpoint because he realizes which I think is something we all need to realize because we all especially myself compare ourselves to one another and where we're at with our lives fitness personality you know everything and it's like struggles with what I feel like a lot of people especially in our generation like younger people struggle with is like expectations from other people Mm mm-hmm even, yeah. even if you don't even know if those expectations in your head for them are right. Yeah, like, you know? exactly. It's not necessarily that someone has ever said, hey, this is what I expect from you. It's just what you think they expect It's kind of like what you think your parents want you to do mm-hmm. versus what you actually want to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and so I think Aang finally telling him, like, just be you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, You'll never be me. You'll never be Avatar Ho. Step He's down. Like, Step <laughs> down. You ain't getting there. <laughs> Obviously in a loving way, but like, it's so true. People just need to hear that sometimes. Like, you're not, 
Just be you. You're not you meant are to you. be me. Yeah, you like you are. Uh, what? Nobody I, else can be you. Yeah, I think that's something that we as a society need to embrace more is the fact that no one is meant to be like one another, and just be who you are, no matter who it is. And if people don't like you for that, as cringy and you know, like generic as it sounds. You don't want those people in your life. You don't want people who don't want to be around you, who don't genuinely care for you. And I think the thing with Tenzin is like, all these people have known for so long that he's not meant to be Aang and they try and tell him that, but it took him experiencing that for him to be like, whoa, he's right. I'm not, I'm not meant to be my dad. I'm kind of that way too, because it's like, of course, you you know, you hear the same thing over and over and over and over again by other people, but you're not, it's not going to click in your head and you're mm-hmm. not going to agree with it until... You have that epiphany. That epiphany or that person, whatever, like Aang in this situation, finally tells him straightforward, like, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But he ends up saving Janora and getting all of them out there, out of there. Yeah, he saves Janora and then she's like, I can't go, bye. And he's just like, home? Oh, yeah. He, I yeah. literally She's like, I to gotta go. You. And then when he wakes he's just up. okay with it, too. At that point, he's like, you know what? It's fine. It, my dad just told me that I don't need to be like him. So but, everything's better in my life. But even that, like, as soon as she gets out of the fog, she has no time to be like, whoa, that was scary. She's just like, I know my purpose. I have to become a glowing ball of light and help Cora. Like, what was that? Yeah, what... What is that? How did she know to... Divine she... intervention, prophecy, like, what is it? Yeah, exactly. That was my thing. If, if that's what it was, it's like, cool, I'm all, I'm all for it. But, like, can you explain it to me? Like, what's happening? I what happened know, to her? Like, why Janora? She's, she's, like, what, 12 years old? But she's so spiritually in tuned more than any character I think we've seen in this entire series. Well, think about it. She's literally the first airbender since Tenzin. So, it went Aang... Tenzin, and then her. So she's, well, the third one in, like, you know, over a hundred years. But still, it's just, I feel like as the... I think a lot of it, too, might have to do with, like, the first female airbender in... Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Who knows how long? Yeah. Probably. Might sound weird, but, I mean, there's little things in the Avatar universe that are kind of like that, you know? Yeah. I agree. Yeah, with, with Janora, she's, well, and she's such, like, a... I don't, her personality just fits what, what, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Her personality fits her abilities really well. You know, like they did a really good job writing her character. And it, her it does, it's not out of place even because when. Because you have Iki who's like. Iki is like the ADHD. She's like Milo, but the female version. Yeah, so you have like So her being like saving Korra and bringing this ball of light would not make sense. Yeah. Exactly, but that fits Janora to a T. Yeah, like Janora if Milo were to is save an the underrated day. character for me. I never realized how OP she is and how often she actually saves Korra or helps her in some kind of yeah. There's that moment in crazy way in season three. Yeah, when she astral projects in Bossing Say mm-hmm. to Lake Lao Guy. Yeah, remember that? What about the end where Korra's fighting Zaheer? And they're, like, all there with her, remember? And they all form that, like, tornado. <laughs> okay, we're getting... <laughs> okay, um... We're sorry, guys. We're getting really... We st- we have, we've been holding off watching season three until we could record this, so we I just have to say it. something. I can't wait 
This I'm not gonna wait to say this because season four of us watching it is a while away. Why did Cora getting poisoned feel way more detrimental and felt like it took way longer for her to heal than when Aang literally died and was brought back to life? It took two weeks for him to recover. Even though episodically, I don't know if that's a word. Makes Aang, sense. Aang had more screen time to heal. Mm-hmm. He he took he had to take more screen time to heal than Korra, but for some reason Korra's felt way more de- severe. Yeah, and she didn't die, and she's been through a lot. You know, like, she goes through so much. She fights so many battles through every season. And then you're like, really? This is what's going to get you down for how long? <laughs> I'm just you know? like, dang. I'm, this poison they got must be, like, the... Top of the line. Yeah. Like, what even? Yeah. I'm so at a loss right now. I don't even know. I feel like we're forgetting so much. But there was... I don't know. I don't... Like I have mentioned before, I don't want to sit and like describe every episode like we were doing before because I feel like that takes the fun out of it because you've probably already watched these episodes. Oh, when Boomy saves the day. Oh, yeah. And the, the whole episode, they're like, that never happened, Boomy. Stop. You're a pathological liar. And he's like, okay. And then when he don't saves listen them, to me. And, he, and they're like, how did you save us? And he starts to tell them. And he's like, never mind. You would never believe me. Because you're yeah. like, literally no one would believe you. Boomy reminds me of like, there's always those people where it's like, how do you function? Yeah. But it's like, they have their own weird way of functioning. Like everyone has their own weird way of going about life and surviving. Yeah. Anyways, that was <clears throat> us talking about who knows what. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. We got so off track there. You, I'm I'm hoping you got the main theme of us just like uh, these more in-depth questions we had. You know, like that's what we were really focusing on in these episodes because there's so much that happens in between. And if you haven't watched season two or you, you hate season two... I challenge you just to give it another try and then reevaluate how you feel about it because me and Isaac have, we thought that we were, we either, Isaac was like, I hate season two. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love season two. I was two. like, I it's hate the Cora. Best season. And then we realized, we kind of came to this middle ground where I was like, okay, maybe I hyped it up in my head more than I needed to because there's so many plot holes for me that doesn't, that don't make sense. But the season is very fascinating in a lot of different ways. So I I come to this middle ground with it where I like it, but I don't love it like I did. And Isaac doesn't hate it, but he doesn't love it, you know? So I feel like that's actually where a lot of the fandom stands. It's always people's bottom tier, except we had someone message us on Instagram. And um, this person said that season two was actually their only favorite season out of Korra. So that was interesting. But, I mean, I get it, because season two, it just hits you different. You know, it's like you said, it's like its own standalone season, in a way. I just love it, because, like, when were we back at the North and South Pole? That was literally from season one. That was that long. Season one of Avatar The Last Airbender. So, that was, like, who knows how long ago. I'm not going to think of... I'm not good at math, but... um. A lot of years. <laughs> okay, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I was just thinking, how long does it feel from the beginning when from the beginning of season two 
to season to the end of season two doesn't it feel like a hundred years has passed literally like you're at the very beginning you're at the, the north and the south poles and all this drama's going on and then all of like- a sudden you're in like you learn about avatar one and then it's like harmonic convergence and then una unavatu and then it's just like one thing after another and that's the part of the second half of the season was where i'm like i just want to eat it all up I felt the opposite. I felt like it was very fast-paced and, like, maybe a month went by at the latest, no, at the longest. Well, no, I feel that I I agree, but I'm talking about, like, when we watched, the like, us ourselves watching it, doesn't it feel like, I don't know, it's just two drastic things. Like, we went from them, like, learning to spirit bend to, like, all of a sudden there's harmonic convergence in Rava and Vatu and, like, so many more complex ideas from when we were over here. That just, like, escalated really quickly. So it feels like a huge time shift had to happen for us to get there. I guess that's how, that's how I feel but about it. But you also have to remember that Cora was sleeping. She was sleeping for a while halfway through. Which, did that spirit enter her body when it ate her? Or I no did idea. it just... What did it do to... It's another one of those things that will probably like, never get answered. It's like a Janora situation. Like, okay, is this just like your prophecy in this show? Or tune in next week. We're gonna have Brian and Mike on the show. No, um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We, I would be able to die peacefully if we if that happened. Um, I'd be like, my life is fulfilled. I am going to start a journal now of all the questions I have just to ask because I feel like they genuinely probably do have answers to these. Well, and I feel like. The interviews they go on, they're so, you know, it's like celebrity so interviews. So generic. It's like, so generic. who's your favorite Avatar character? And they answered it like a million times. Yeah. I want to ask them like these hard-hitting questions. like That they have to think where about. Did, how did Janora know to show up? What happened to Vatu? Where how, is... Can anyone reach the, their cosmic self? <laughs> yeah, they would be stunted by that one. I feel like, if I were to enter the Tree of Time, could I reach my cosmic <laughs> self? <laughs> Imagining you getting bigger, stepping Can out of the tree. Please draw me a sticker like this where I'm sitting, crisscross applesauce yep. in the cosmic in the tree, like that pin Bleak got me of Aang. I but it's me. <laughs> please, I we have so many happen. sticker ideas. Oh, and my cricket cutting machine thing finally works. I just need sticker paper. So let us know if any of you would want to. Buy stickers? Not even necessarily buy, like or like win in a giveaway, or just like we will literally send them to you for free if you just send us a message. Yeah. Also, I mean, for right now, because we just gotta test it out and see if we can get it to work before or like find the right kind of sticker combination or our, I don't know, get things to work. So yeah, send us a message. Also, let's um, talk Avatar N E M. The Minecraft. N like neglect. E no. as an elephant, oh. M as in male at gmail.com. And let us know if you want one or on Ava- Avatar or on Avatar on uh, Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. I'm always on there. I read all the messages. Rachel lives on that account. I get so excited. <laughs> I Anytime someone send, sends us like a message about the podcast... We haven't had anything negative yet, but even if it was negative, I would be like, oh my gosh, someone took time to literally send us a message. Like, it makes me the happiest person ever. Makes me realize that people listen to us. Thank you. Shout out to everyone listening to us. 
You guys are the real MVPs. What <laughs> also, were you going to say? look behind you. Who is ever listening to this? Oh I'm my just... gosh, Isaac, you literally creeped me No, imagine out. listening, imagine listening to this and you just hear the people that you're listening to say, look behind you. And something oh happened. Yeah. Well, I thought you were saying that to me. I didn't know you were saying that to the listeners. I so I looked behind and I was expecting something to be there. Oh my gosh, my heart. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. We have another idea. Minecraft server. Yeah. Let us know. Do you guys like Minecraft? Because me and Isaac love Minecraft. We live for Minecraft, and we I'm were talking. A simp. We're for talking Minecraft. about. Making a like a realm or a server, a let's talk avatar realm or server, and then giving our listeners, like you guys, access to it to build or create whatever you want and have like our own little community. We would probably have to like really monitor who we let in or create some kind of like Patreon. I don't know yet. I don't know how we do it just because I wouldn't want anyone to like literally like wreak havoc on it that would kind of suck if like someone just came on and like blew up tnt to everything but yeah we were thinking about that would be a really cool thing and then like maybe once a month isaac and i and i could like talk about it or like create something and stream it or anything like that you know i think it'd be really fun we're thinking of avatar related we're thinking of ideas to kind of diversify but still i guess add the same amount of passion and quality to our stuff with yeah. this podcast. And we want to like reach out to you guys more because I'm really care I don't know. I feel like with podcasts because there's no real interaction besides if someone like comments on your post or sends you a message, you don't get that instant feedback like you do with streaming or even a YouTube video or different stuff like that. You don't get that instant um what's the word I'm looking for? Just instant feedback and I feel like it'd be a fun way for us to like get to know our listeners and for you guys to get to know us more and just have like a fun environment where we can all chill and hang out and not feel like pressure to even do anything just do whatever we want you know yeah and i was also thinking about maybe like once a month or every two months or however long this goes on like i could make a build of something that's in the show but like make it minecraft that would be oh yeah we're talking about like recreating like hiroshi island or like and isaac is a freaking good builder well i found a uh i'm like losing my words stroke i feel like i am um (laughs) that was a fat stroke um i software i found a minecraft software called world painter or world edit or something where you can literally like, oh yeah he terraform he crazy built a whole world for me and my friends avatar it was kind of avatar related it was the elements and we played on it for like two hours and then we never touched if it again that, it was like an hour at most and I'm i remember sorry. spending like at least a day like going in on this making sure everything's perfect so now he wants to do it again and have us play for like a half hour <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, we said we were going to end like 10 minutes ago. We always do this. That's the that's the uh, that's culture the of our podcast. Oh, we forgot to go. Let's talk Avatar. Well. Let's end Avatar. No, let's not end <laughs> let's Avatar. Let's end the Avatar cycle. Um, 
You will see us in sometime in the near future with season three of Legend of Korra. Yes, we are probably going to take a short break transitioning from season two to season three so we can get some um, things planned out. But reach out to us on social media as always. We love to hear from you guys. And yeah, we will be back soon with the beginning of season three. I'm so excited. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We really do appreciate you guys, and we cannot be more grateful for where we're at with this podcast. Well, I'm Rachel. I'm Isaac. And we will see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find us on our website at nonessentialmedia.com, on Twitter at Let's Avatar, and on Instagram at Let's Talk Avatar. Join us next week for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.